And we're back. Episode 202, the Yin's Daily Podcast. Switching it up on you this week. We're talking cards. Not playing cards, but, you know, sports cards and my favorite Pokemon cards. Uh, well, got a guest joining us here, Logan Sabatini, at Logan's League on Twitter. We have so many questions for you, dude. First of all, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've... Uh, I think we've been meaning to talk to somebody who does something like you're doing for a while here. Um, we, like I said, we got uh, pretty into the hobby again recently and within the last year, I think. Um, and I mean, between the three of us, it's just like every day. It's like, yo, check out the card I got today. And it's just been like that for fucking months now. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love eBay and now I kind of hate it because it's like, yep, I want another one. Uh, yeah, that's a <laughs> That's Girlfriend's exactly. gonna be pissed. <laughs> Girlfriend's gonna be pissed as hell. Um, well, well, just don't show her. <laughs> yeah, and then you have a shoebox of full of cards in your room one day, and she's like, "Where the fuck did these come from?" I'd be like, "From when I was 12? Yeah, I've had these, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> these came in a 1993 tops pack. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, I mean, there's plenty of accounts on Twitter like yours, but. Michael, actually, we shared the account, you know, and Michael said he started following you like one of the first people he started following for the hobby. Um, mm-hmm. So how did you get so into the card world and like s- going to selling them on Twitter? Um, I mean, it started... And trading. And trading. It, it started, I want to say like, I don't know, like I actually like I found, I want to say in December 2019, I was on taking the bus back I when I was working for Amazon I was taking the bus back and I was like ah, I need something like to YouTube video whatever to look at and I found Phil Hughes and he was like opening up sports cards so I was like huh like I didn't realize like sports cards were as big as they were and I kind of watched a few more videos so I was like oh this is cool stuff and then when the pandemic hit I was like well I need something to do and then I went and bought a couple boxes blaster boxes whatever didn't know at the time stopped for a little bit and then I randomly like started following Phil Hughes, saw a couple guys tweet at him. And this one guy was selling like cards and I was like, Oh, like, okay, I'll buy a few cards from him. It was like, I don't know, some no LV Marte Bowman platinum, a couple of arm rookies. I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. And then I like, like started like talking to him more. He was helping me through things. And then I was like, huh, like I want to, because I had a bunch of like all my like college friends and my high school friends were like, kind of like, not like they're tweeting back at me when I would say like, not with this cards available for not $1. So like, Oh, we'll take it for $2. And I was like, okay, like I'm tired of having these responses. So then I went and made my card Twitter account. And then it's just like been, and that was September, uh, September, 2020. And like now it's just, I mean, it's a little over a year now. It's like crazy how much like everything's like taken off. I like didn't expect it. And I expected it to be out of the, hobby in like three months i thought i was going to get bored and just move on to the next thing well if you're looking for that's cards, one thing at yeah. logan's league by the way ahead, Michael. <laughs> i was gonna say it's i mean i don't see it ever becoming a boring thing like my girlfriend's oh. like she, every she's like every night you just sit there and you look at them and you re go th- i'm like i'm not just looking at them i'm organizing i'm doing this i'm doing like there's so much to it when that, on the outside it doesn't seem like it a hundred percent. That's the biggest thing. There's like, there's always like, 
if you ever feel like yourself getting bored and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, go through your cards, like look at what you have and be like, okay, like I'm going to sell this so I can buy this. Like there's new ways to revamp it for yourself to continuously make it fun. That's the biggest. Thing. There's always different avenues, different things that you can do to like make the hobby, whatever, collecting cards, whatever you want to call it fun. That's the biggest thing. Like, and, and I think that's like what has like, kept me in it this long and wanting to continue to do this hopefully for the rest of my life is I thoroughly enjoy it. And 75% of my life is now about cards and I'm totally okay with that. It's tight. Like when you say it like that, it's like, no, that's sweet. Like for me, it's the nostalgia. Like the reason I like cards now is because I loved cards growing up. And if I love one thing in this world, it's fucking nostalgic items. And for me, that's what it'll always be. So it's, not fun. I don't know what that means. Yeah, seriously. Exactly. Crazy. You see, like when I was a kid, though, and you open up packs, it's like no matter what was in there, like I was psyched. But yeah. now, like if I don't have a Cabrian Hayes rookie or if I don't have it, it's like, well, that was a fucking waste of time. I was so like, then I go on eBay and then buy that card. Damn, I wish <laughs> I would have sleeved that Kobe rookie back in the fucking day. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's exactly how I literally I found. It's funny that we like we brought up the shoebox earlier. I found a shoebox. I had a Steph rookie in there. I had a Harden rookie in there. I had a Kobe. I think it was like 2008 refractor, but the and it was like selling thing for 500, 600 at the time. But like it had like a huge like scratch in it, so uh-huh. I didn't get much as it was worth. But it's crazy. I literally pulled out the shoe box. I was like, wow, like these are actually worth something. I remember opening up the pack of like with a Steph rookie. I think I had a Johnny Flynn rookie in there too. Ricky Rubio, Hashim Hashim Thabit, and like James Harden, all five of those guys, like in like two packs, and they were like two bucks, two bucks a pack. Hashim Thabit, that was quite the OKC Thunder team. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like funny to like think about. Literally, like I was probably so happy at the time. Oh, I got these rookies. Throw them in the shoebox, and ten years later, now now like the Steph rookie is like worth a crazy amount. And the shoebox was safe at the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you didn't think anything of it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll just throw it no. in there. Yeah, I just throw in the shoebox, and it's fine. Yeah. I wish I would have put it as a sleeve in a top loader, and it would have been a lot better, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> wish all... I knew about one touches back then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now we got touch tunes. It's way better. Um, <laughs> so, like, when you sell these cards, obviously, you're just buying them and flipping them yourself, right? You buying blaster boxes or hobby boxes, or how do you? how's your process work? I mean, I, the biggest thing right now is like, I really like, I, I buy bulk lots. I yeah. like to buy bulk lots because I'm, I'm big of like, I like to be able to give like as good a prices, like as I can to like the people that are buying them for me, because I mean, yes, I, I flip cards. Like that's what I do. Like, and it's, sometimes it's like a taboo word in the hobby because some people don't like the necessarily like of the flipping. So I try to see like both sides of it. Like, obviously like I buy these lots, I take the time to go through them, to mm-hmm. ship them out, do all of that. So obviously I'm going to make some money off of that. But then I like to be able to give people the best prices possible because then it's like, okay, like I'm getting I don't this bulk lot for 70%. Then I can give to someone for 85%. Then if they want to go resell it and make money off me, okay, like they're happy to come back, come back to me and rebuy from me again. I think like a huge thing that's like missed is like people like, they like try to sell a card like it's very very peak and then like that person the person that bought it from them like loses money off of them and then they lose that customer like it, and we lose that person from the hobby essentially 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. It's like and the like stock the, market. Have yeah. one bad one bad experience and you just ruin it for the rest of the time. Yeah, for sure. And like you never know. Like I bought stuff at its peak, and I've definitely. I mean, I one of my worst buys was buying a Francisco Lindor PSA nine when he the day he was traded to the traded to the Mets. I I, <laughs> I bought. I, I haven't screenshotted and like I have it on my favorites on my phone because I'm like I look back at that I'm like okay like it, it really helps me with like not buying Kellenic stuff right now because like Kellenic's stuff is, is he's the product guy to chase so I like always look back at that Lindor and be like okay like I bought this at its peak but let, let's not go through that again I mean I, t- I think I bought it for after tax and shipping it was like 167 and I sold it I think for like $60 so I oh I, shit I mean, I, I lost a, I lost $100 on it, but it's, it's just a great reminder of, yeah, you can buy. If you buy things at their peak, there's a good chance that you're not going to get your ROI, which is fine if you're just looking for it to, just to collect it, to keep it. And that's how some people are. And that's totally cool. That's totally fine. But that's not w- what I'm doing for things right now. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen you post. I mean, I see you post all the time and it's like some cards. I'm like, that's cheap as fuck like i don't even want that card but that's such a good price that i kind of don't want to pass on it like it's insane no for sure i could definitely see that yeah you're giving prices to like the collectors like people who want that card like yeah i I try to make a deal for them yeah i try to see especially like if i have like uh, i had a guy for example he bought he bought like i think three or four slabs in my sale last night and he's like bought a ton for me before and I had already like made like some money on the lot that I bought. So I like messaged him. I was like, Hey, like I'll give this to you. I was asking 74. I was like, I'll give throw this in for 50 bucks. And he was like, yeah, for sure. He's like, yeah. But like, that's a big thing for me is like, I tried to like, especially with my sales with people that are always continuously buying from me, mm-hmm. I try to give them the best deals possible because I got a great deal myself. So like, if I can get great deals myself, I pass, I try to pass it on, pass it on to other people. So then maybe they can pass it on to other people and there's still room for them to be able to resell as well. That's the coolest we need more people ever. like you yeah, no shit, dude. In, the, in the, in like the world that's hobby, amazing. not just the card hobby. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's, it's admirable. That's tight. Yeah. That's really dope. It's just kind of something like that. It's like a big thing of what my parents taught me. Like it's zero dollars to like be a good person. Yeah, yeah. Like it sounds so cliche, but it's so easy. No, yeah, it it is. And like, and then there's like everybody has their bad days. There's days where I probably get into it with people on Twitter, and I probably should have just ignored them. And there's responses probably that like I did to get some likes or something that maybe shouldn't have done. But like for the most part, yeah. Like I try. I really try my hardest to like make everybody's experience like in like on Twitter and stuff as good as like with me as good as they can, because like, I really try to look at it as, as like, I am in a way running, running a, a, a business. I'll, I'll, I'll have to report taxes on my sales. Like I, I have to do all this. So if I'm doing it like as that, I want to see every person, I see them as a customer. Okay. Like let's give, let's make it a great customer experience so that they can come back again and, they can come back again and again and they feel like they each time they had a good experience with buying from me, interacting for me, whatever. As well as referring you to others. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, it's your name that's attached to the product. So exactly. If it's not a good name, no one's gonna come buy yeah, it. It's uh, it's like brand exposure. Yeah, exactly. And I'm only and that's the, the biggest thing for me is I'm only as good as the people that I interact with and that are buy from me because with that without them, it's kind of funny. It's kind of with like the owners and the lockout. Like yeah. they 
they, they need the players. They're only as good as the players because the players are the one that brings the fans to the ballpark. Yeah. Big facts. Big facts. It's funny you say that in you know the world of the card game, people see flipping as like a you know bad term or whatever to use. Like the thing that interests me most in the card world is the part where you buy them and you make money off of your purchases. Like that's what interests me about it. So it's like, I didn't even like, of course there's always people out there that, you know, they do it for the hobby. They do it because they really like that card or that player. But I'm like, no, I want to know how to make money on this. No. And that my, my dad, he like, he's, he's 50 and he's, he's had jobs for, he's had a job for years. He doesn't need to like, flip cards or anything he he buys cards because he like like he has a very cool like on his desk he has a bunch of vintage cards like willie mays hank aaron stuff super cool but and he doesn't like he isn't in the hobby he's in the hobby to collect not to flip but he like we i always have conversations about myself like he's intrigued by it too even though he's just a collector himself he doesn't yeah. i mean it doesn't bother him he's like i and you do what you do and i'll do what i do and that's totally fine yeah, well, and I think it's a lot of times people like to insert themselves in other people's business for no reason. And yeah. what you can almost call like gatekeepers of this or people that yeah. are trying to police it and say like, no, well, you shouldn't be selling this card because you paid 20 bucks for the pack and now you're selling the one card for 100 bucks. Like, that's not fair. Like, it's like, look, man, I was like, it's, it's this is going to happen in anything. Right? In every, every it will happen in everything. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And it, it's just like, that's, that's life. That's like, not everything's even, not everything's fair. Some people have better luck with opening boxes than other people do. Like my, my roommate pulled a $1,500 card out of the $3 pack with me right next to him. Would I have loved for that to be me? Of, of course. Obviously you'd be an idiot if you said no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, 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 but I was like, instead of being like, Oh dude, like I should have bought that pack. Like that sucks. I was like, Okay, that's awesome. Uh, I was like, all right, we're gonna, we're, I'm gonna help you sell this. I'm gonna post it on Twitter. We're gonna sell it on eBay. We're gonna get it done because that's what it's like about is like you can. It's oh, I think people like I really sometimes think people and like in the hobby get caught up with, oh, but it wasn't me. Oh, but this and that. You can be, you can be happy for others. It's okay that it <laughs> didn't happen to you, to you. And I'm saying, not. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying there's a majority of there's amazing people there, but there's just some people, sometimes it's just like, it, it's okay. Like that you didn't, that someone bought this card off you for $5 and it becomes a hundred dollar card. Like that, that's good. That's good because then they're going to want to come back and do business with you again. And what goes around comes around is a big thing. I truly believe in that. Like, and that goes with what you were saying. Like you be nice to people, like you give to people and I mean, that's what you expect to in return. Yeah. Like the energy you give off is going to be the energy that you get back. No, for sure. Big facts, (laughs) big facts. Um, so do you have a day job or something? Do you have a regular job or are you just flipping Uh, cars? I did. I did. And, uh, a couple months ago I didn't, I didn't, uh, just get along with my manager. Like it just wasn't a good fit. wasn't a good fit, which is totally fine. It happens. So I kind of been lazy on the fact of like now trying to find a different job because I went to school for marketing and I kind of want I want to do something with social media, but I was uh, before that my dad's a CP my dad's a CPA so mm-hmm. I kind of, I got an internship at Amazon so it was kind of tax related so and I have a good uh, I'm on good terms with the recruiter so she's found me a couple 
couple of tax jobs, but right now I'm just kind of, uh, right now I'm just kind of flipping cards and trying to build up my account because for social media, like you have to like have like experience, like ex- to get a decent job to have experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of trying to use this card Twitter account to be able to like put this on my resume and be like, Hey, like I get these impressions. Like I have gained this amount of following in a year. Like I I'm always like, I, kn- I know how to be able to like talk to people on social media. I, 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 I can do this. So I'm, I'm trying to trying to find a social media job right now, but yeah, for the most part, I'm just flipping cards right now. You're you're going about well, it the right way. Let me tell you're you, you're doing it well. Yeah, because I mean, 6,100 followers in a year is pretty good. Well, yeah, but my uh, I have a buddy from college who pretty much did mm-hmm. the same thing. He he wanted to do social media, and mm-hmm. he applied for some job, and they're like, "You don't have experience. Go make some kind of social media page and let it grow, and like use that as experience." So we fucking made a. Uh, we're from Chicago. We made a Chicago Twitter account. This day in Chicago, mm-hmm. <laughs> I should know this what day it Chicago is. Sports. Yeah, this day in Chicago sports. And he just every day tweeted a video of something that happened in the past in Chicago sports. And now it's got sixteen and a half thousand followers in like two and a half years. And he now mm-hmm. works for a a large one of the main baseball teams out here. I won't say which, uh, but he does their social media, and it's like. <laughs> The Chicago Dogs, independent <laughs> ball. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like he literally just went and made a Twitter account, and then they're like, "Oh, look at you! You want a fucking job here as our social media no. director? Yeah, that's awesome." No, that that's my yeah, that's my biggest thing w- with it right now is like I can like yes, like am I looking for a job every day? And I should I be probably yes. Am I no? But like I'm flipping cards. I'm working on my brand so like i'm hoping that at some point in the next two to three months like my brand speaks for itself and i'm able to get be able to do a social media job because my goal would be able to do this on the side and just keep this have my have my day job pay for like all my expenses my rent everything and then just have this like be my goal end goal is to be all the cards i own i just want it to be in them for zero dollars i want my collection of cards that i have zero dollars and then after th- after that if i make some more money and be able to take trips or something do some other things with it i'm happy but that that's kind of where i'm at with like flipping right now is like i just want to be in my own collection for zero dollars that's nice. that's tight yeah smoke for free <laughs> literally that's what i was gonna say i was like yeah i would love to be able to smoke for free <laughs> yeah no that's 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 just kind of where yeah, flip no, some that's a- flip some grand bags and fucking pay for, yep. pay for my weed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what's uh, like the best card, or not, what's your most favorite? I guess we'll go, and then what's the most valuable card? Okay. And you can go like one to five because it's like if you ask me my favorite, yeah, artist or my favorite card, it's, I don't have a favorite. You don't have a favorite artist, Michael? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Picasso, but. Uh, hmm, that's tough i mean like i think i have two i have two like really cool of course like because everybody when i was first got into this everybody was like oh like who do you collect who do you collect for like trades or something i was like i don't know and i happened to pick like Corey seager for fantasy and like i don't know like the 12th round and like he became like a top five shortstop so i was like ah like i like Corey you're like this is cool so it became Corey seager so my girlfriend for christmas last year got me a cracked ice psa 9 from like contenders i think in 2013 of him and then got me a psa 10 
Allen and Ginter, like many of, of him as well. So like, I would have to put those like in my top five, just because like, it was awesome that like, she's been so awesome about like this taking up of like a majority of my time, like supporting me and everything. So uh, those two cards for sure. I'd say have a gold Kellenic. That's like, I think pop three or pop four PSA 10. I mean, I mean, I'm a huge believer in that dude. I, I'm going to live or die by him. It, like if he, if he just becomes a bust, so be it. Like it, 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 it's going to be a fun ride. Um, what else? That's duly noted <laughs> but, yeah, eBay what, right now. <laughs> I have that. Um, and then I say like for four, I put together the SP set for like 2020 of update or of series one, series two and update, because that's kind of what really got me like, it was in June of 2020. I pulled a Robert uh, Robert SP out of a blaster box from Target. And like that's when it was going for like $300. And I was like, oh, like, and I was able to like sell it the next day. Like that was the hot card at the time in baseball. And I was like, oh, like, okay, like this is fun. This is what really got me back into it. So I'd say like those like top four, but like that whole set is like, is pretty cool too. Damn. <laughs> I wish I had some cards like that. <laughs> I haven't. I, I don't think I've pulled a card too valuable out of a box. I don't rip. I don't. I don't rip anymore. It's oh, funny that I say that. I'm finally ripping my first hobby box later tonight. At Stadium Club Chrome from 2021 Ooh. will be the first ever hobby box that I rip. That's oh. sick. Wow, dude, it's crazy. Do you how do live breaks? Did you say? Do, like, do I you? Yeah, I haven't got into live breaks yet. I don't, I, it's just, I don't know. It's just like one of those things that like I've kind of thought about doing, but it's just like, I don't like, I feel like there's like, it can be like with breakers that there's a lot of just like scrutiny behind some of them. Like, and if for some reason, like tech, like if your like camera goes out or something and like someone thinks you switched something out, I, I feel like sometimes it just can be a lot, like a little bit like too much drama for me that I just don't want to put myself like, put myself into that yeah i've thought about it but we'll see for the future hmm. sure interesting yeah, we do. yeah i always see people like you know asking to fill spots for breaks and then i see different sites posting about how like it's taking advantage of people because like if i were to say let's fill this for breaks i'm i'm picking what slots that i got and it's the best slots yeah exactly. so then i can scam people for 25 bucks a slot that nope sorry yeah. I, and like, there's a bunch, there's a ton of good breakers out there. And I've, I was going to say, I'm sure there are great yeah, people bought, out there. And I bought into breaks before. It's just like something like for me, like I have with what I do right now, I have a good thing going, I feel like. And it's just, and it's just that I, I, I've thought about like venturing into it, but I'm just like, and eh, like, then I have to buy the hobby boxes up front. I have to, I have to be able to like be able to break on certain nights and it's just like people get comfortable with people they want to break with. So then it's like, then I'm trying to like persuade people to buy into my breaks and then it takes time away from me being able to do like my stack sales and stuff. So. Right. Damn. So this is all fucking cause I want to be able to try to sell some of my shit on eBay that I pull. And it's like, I don't even know the first thing about fucking, I mean, obviously I know how to sell on eBay, but like as far as, yeah, the hobby and the culture like how do i go about doing it in a profitable way like what would i guess what would be your best advice to somebody trying to sell a card or cards 
I mean, I think if, if say like the person is just starting up, they have zero followers, they just start the account today. I'll, I'll, I'll do it like that to make it easiest. I say the biggest thing is like interacting with people. Like, like if like you're able to like interact with people, gain people's trust, like even like, like if you're trying to sell a card and somebody's like, Hey, like I want to do a trade. And it's like, you haven't like sold that many cards or like you're having a tough time selling. I'd say trade. I know some people don't like trading as much, but trading really helps in the fact that, okay, like you're building trust between someone that you're sending them the card, they're sending them back. Obviously be careful with who you trade with, make sure like, at, like you can, you, you can kind of tell with who you should trade with and who you shouldn't. But I feel like that and interacting is the biggest thing. Just like, I don't like liking people's like tweet, like liking photos of people. Like I, I've had like, like you can go to like some bigger accounts, like even like if people reach out to me and be like, Hey, like I have a question on this. Or like, hey, can you like, like, can you help me like sell this? Or like, how do I go about this? I'd say like, just like I said, interacting, making sure you have good lighting for pictures. Like that's a huge thing with me. I feel like that's what really helped me take off was the fact that like, I found like I got my, my galaxy map background that my girlfriend made fun of me and said I was 13 years old for buying it. But I was like, just you wait. I was like, just you wait. It's good. It's going to work. And it worked and having my two lamps and using portrait mode on my phone and just make, taking clear pictures because everybody's trying to sell something. That's yeah. the whole goal is every, everybody is trying to sell something. So ways to make yourself, I guess that's a good thing too, it, to say is like ways to make yourself stand out. Like, I don't know, maybe come up with a cool logo or like have a cool background or um, just have, make like custom card holders, card stands. Yeah. yeah or I always see like, like custom poker chips that sit next to the card. Like, yeah. Some cool shit you, just yeah. something that makes yourself stand out a little bit better like a little bit more than than the next person this is the biggest thing and like i said yeah if you're starting out with zero followers zero like and a big thing is like buying from people too to begin with because that's all i did to begin with for three or four months i was buying from so many people and then the, and, and then i would talk back and forth with them like after the sale like be, like becoming friends with them like and I'd be like, oh, like, where'd you get this? Or like, how, like, like, why are you selling this? Just continuously asking questions. So then I was like, okay, like, I think I can really take off with the selling thing now. Like I've learned a bunch. So I, I think the biggest thing is just being able to learn, like just listening to other people, seeing what other people are doing and just making yourself stand out a little bit more. I know that was kind of, kind of. That was perfect. No, it, it's real. I mean, it's education and communication. Like kind you of need to learn about it before you can. Yeah, and to get yeah. into and it, and and the biggest thing is like just interacting, being like being able to be friendly, and like obviously there's going to be some people that are on there that don't want to do that, which is clear. I ran into a ton of people that are just like, oh yeah, this is just business business transaction. That's it, and it's just like, okay, sounds good. I'll go on to the next person and have a conversation with them. Yeah, like thank you, but all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the biggest thing I've struggled with is in far as far as selling cards is like the lighting. I just. I don't know how to get a good lighting on a fucking any kind of picture, let yeah. alone one of a baseball card. After this, I'll send you my tweet that I put out with the two, two. I'm telling two lamps, same size. Just have them coming down on the picture like this. Portrait phone on portrait mode on your phone. You don't want it. To iPhone. Act. Yeah. Yeah. IPhone. Well, okay. So you said get your Galaxy Pad. I was almost cor- or, uh, correlating that with uh, Galaxy Phone. Ty is oh, no, no, the no. only Ty is the only Dingleberry that's got a, a Samsung. <laughs> that's why his phone I was waiting the entire time for this. <laughs> that's why my phone can't take a pictures. <laughs> that 
that I don't I don't know about the quality on on Galaxy phones, but yeah, with the with the iPhone, with the iPhone yeah, I, it's been it's once I figured out like the two lamps, it was it was pretty easy going, pretty easy after that. Do you find it? Uh, I mean, looking at your Twitter, mm-hmm. all your uh, photos are of the cards laying flat. Uh, do you recommend that process over? cards that are in a card stand or standing straight up. Yeah. I like that because I feel like in a card stand, it could be like, my biggest thing is I usually like, unless it's like, I don't know if I'm taking a picture of 10 cards for a sale, then I'm not going to take every single one out and put them into one touch. But I like putting, having them in the one touch. I then you can like actually certified sports cards. Show me this. I can't take credit for this. I don't want to take credit for something I, I didn't find. And he helped me with the lighting and everything too. But, um, that like you can like basically with uh editing of like photos with the iphone you can prop the card up so like oh yeah yeah, yeah. you can ra- yeah yeah you can raise it yeah so that's what i do because then everybody can see like oh like when i'll say oh there's a scratch here or there's surface issues i like that because when it's like in on a, like a card stand it's hard to see like the whole entire card and then people are just going to ask you for more photos of it anyway right cool decent huh. Uh, did you guys get new cars, Michael and Alex? You got any good ones to fucking show uh, us? I was going to say, Tap, if you don't mind, because you guys were just talking about how, or Logan, you're saying that you don't do brakes anymore, mm-hmm. except for the hobby box coming up. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, so I'm in the city. Uh, I'm in Chicago, downtown, and mm-hmm. don't have a car, so I can't drive anywhere. There's no Walmart down here, and the mm-hmm. closest Target is like, two miles away. So sure. when I go back to the suburbs, that's when I go to stores and buy cards. For sure. First, first box of 2021 Bowman platinum. I pull the Jason Dominguez gold 50 wow. auto. That is nice. So sick. But my question, so I like, I want to get it graded, but mm-hmm. I've got, I wrote down like six different fucking companies with all their prices, with all their, how, how do I decide? Doesn't matter the card, I guess, or it might matter the card. How do I decide who I'm going to submit to grade? See, the only company that I submit to grade with is PSA. PSA. Because PSA has the best return value. Like I, I, I think like, BGS isn't bad either. I mean, they're the same way. PSA and BGS by far. But Those are I the just, two top dogs as far as I'm and, concerned. And to be honest, like, yeah, HGA actually, even though I will never submit a card to HGA because that's just me personally, because I, th- I think it's just, just with everything around it, it's very drama filled with that too. But didn't HGA, their CEO just, didn't something just happen with them? He, I think he basically said like he's not going to be on social media any anymore, like answering any questions. There's like a bunch of back and forth, but yeah, that's what I so, saw. So nothing too crazy, yeah. but not nothing too crazy. But I also I don't HEA HEA hasn't been around that long, so I don't per se trust them as much as the others. But like if you look at like SGC and CS, I think it's CSG. If you look at those retail values, unless it's like unless you love the slabs or it's like. Um, I think it's SGC is tuxedo, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Unless you're sending in vintage, which vintage is great for them. Or you're sending in at like, I think Pokemon or soccer. Soccer does really well too with them. Like baseball. But if you put those like cards on auction, then, then like I've got, I've gotten a couple cards that go for the same as raw. 
So like that, like you feel like you're wasting your money by, if you're looking just to primarily like profit, it's PSA and BGS all the way. And then maybe HDA because HDA sells better than all the others. I've seen with the, what is it? The HGA where they can do like the custom label, which looks kind of sick depending on the card, like the LeBron dunk, the the, looks cool, but yeah, for me, it was just because they like came out and said, oh, it's like AI grading and people went through it and it's not AI grading. And they were just like always like tweeting back and forth with people like getting into arguments. And there's just a, like if they were just to come on and say like, hey, like we're making custom labels. This is what we're going to be known for. I think it would like I would have thought about maybe grading a card or two with them. But it's the fact that they came out and said, oh, like it's AI grading. And it's just like, well, no, it's not AI grading. Yeah. Just like it's just like everybody else, which is completely fine. But it was just from the beginning that they kind of, I felt like it was just like, oh, like we're trying to one up everybody, but we're not really one upping everybody. We're just telling everybody that we're one upping them. Just trying to be a part of the game. It's crazy yeah. how much more you can get for a card when it's PSA, though. Like I've seen it's so insane. many online, it's like doubles the People price. People specifically look for PSA, like looking for the Robert uh, Chrome PSA only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like miss no. me, miss me with everything else. Like, no, which, which it is blows cra- my mind. Which is crazy. Like BGS, like especially if it's BGS, like true, like BGS True Gem. So you have nine point five all the way around, and then or like True Gem Plus, like you have a couple tens and a couple nine. Like I would buy those all. Like if if you can get those for a good price, buy those all day, crack them, and you send them to PSA, and they'll get a PSA ten. It's 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 wild to me that there's such a gap between BGS nine point five. And PSA really? That was another question I had is because, yeah, I see so many different uh, interactions and experiences with each company. And it's like, well, if I, you know, I haven't sent this in to get it graded because the corners are a little like one of the corners does not look great. So it's like, does that should make a difference on who I send it to, right? Yeah, I mean, if everything else, I'm not a pro. I'm not a programmer myself. I have cert. I, I have certified. You have the sport, tool, or I have certified sports cards. He does all. He does all the great. He he's a great. He does a great job of grading. So I'll send my s- stuff to him to look over it and for him to tell me. But yeah, if there's like only a small corner issue, then you probably maybe go with the BGS route because you can still get like a nine on the corners, and then you can get like nine. You can get nine point five all all the way around. So then it's a so BGS nine point five. And, right. so, and that whole that whole sells better than a PSA nine, but yeah, it's like crazy how much a PSA ten holds a premium. It's absolutely in, in, insane over like PSA nines. Like the difference, PSA nines some of like sometimes they sell for about like what raw goes for. Oh really? Which is also why I haven't sent this card in because I'm kind of like if it comes back as an eight or an eight and a half, it's <laughs> like well pissed. well fuck, I probably just gonna crack the slab and then sell it raw. No, yeah, for sure. No, it's 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 insane. It's it's a it's a wild game, and it's just sometimes it's just like you're taking it like I'm not a big gambler, but like it's a lotto I, ticket. It, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, I mean, I had a Tatis that I bought, a Tatis that I uh, um, I guess that would be my top five cards too. I have a Tatis Bowman's Best uh, from 2019 Blue Auto that I bought. I bought at a card card show. I paid. I paid a premium for it at the time or paid like at comps at the time because I was like, oh, this like looks, this that's looks how card good. shows normally go. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like this looks good. So I was like, I'll take a chance. And I got a PSA 10 on it. But if I got a PSA nine, I probably would have 
basically broke even or even lost a few dollars. So. And final quick question is, well, from me, I guess, because Tapia, you were going to talk about if you pulled any cool cards, Um, but is BGS the only one that does the subgrades? No. uh, I don't know that I've seen the PSA that PSA doesn't do, right? No, PSA doesn't. CSG does, does, does subgrades. Yeah. And is that important to a consumer? I mean, you know of if you've seen it. I would say no because of what the P- the PSA 10 premium. Just because of the PSA logo, the, yeah. the label, the it's yeah. PSA. I, it, it, and that's what the, and before I got into it, I didn't, like I was told like BGS was what you went with. Like BGS was, was what you graded with and PSA, PSA didn't have the premium. And then once kind of, once the pandemic hit, it was like, or a couple of year or two before that, it switched to PSA and PSA was, is like the, go, is the go-to now. And is that why they can charge $150 for a card? Right? Yeah. Because they know that they're going to get it. I, and I think 150 like I think $150 for Express is is good. Like I I I like that because like that's where like it it's grading cards with like va- with good value. So right. like and they guarantee a two-week turnaround time, which they've been good for since they went to this. So, like, I, I, I think that's fair. But, yes, like, of course, like, PSA knows that, like, they're the company to grade with. So, obviously, charging $150, no one's going to complain when you can turn a $300 raw card into a $1,500 PSA 10. All right. Well, I think that answered my Jason Dominguez question. <laughs> That cards have been run from your head since you got I it. I know, dude. It really has. You even tried to sell it a couple times at the card show we went to, right? Yeah. I did not try to sell it. I asked if they were interested. And one of the gentlemen's literally, he goes, oh, that's raw. And I only buy PSA. I was like, yep. I was like, okay, that's, that's, I totally get it. But give me my card back. <laughs> that's crazy to me though because like the money is in buying raw right and grading it that's how you, you yeah you buy low and sell high and and like the i didn't i for a while like my margins were tight on my cards because i would only buy psa 10s because i was like i'm not messing around with like grading and then i got the tatis and like and i, I graded a tawny too that i got it in a trade and i was basically into it for zero dollars and I was able to, I think I sold it for, I want to say like 700. And I was like, like clicked in my brain. This was a couple months ago. I was like, I'm buying raw and trying to grade now. Like I'm not, I got to buy a few PSA tens here and there, but unless like, it's like a seller deal at a card show and then I can go put it on Twitter or something. But I'm like, I, I want to do raw to sending a PSA to then, then moving because there's just so much more return on those. And, and you have a higher you have a higher margin for error, I feel like. Absolutely. Raw, I, I, going I only, raw is better. I only go raw. <laughs> like, I mean, I love I love breaking a good box, but it's like... I love box too. Oh. I'm specifically looking for raw cards on eBay. Like, mm-hmm. not buy it now. The bids, like, I just got a Nick Gonzalez Bowman Chrome Mojo for 49 cents. No, like, that's... And, and that's not for me to resell. That's for me to like, just to collect. And I just got a card that I wanted for 49 cents. I didn't have to spend fucking 50 bucks on a box. It's, no, like, that- it's like that card that I got for a penny and uh, it was like 43 cents shipping. Literally. 
It was uh, Chris Boswell, wasn't it? Yeah, Chris Boswell, just like, it's a base card. I won the bid for a penny and then 43 cents for shipping. Hey, you can't, you can't beat that. Seriously. That was unreal. See, but that, go ahead, that, that's, that's the thing. Like, that car, like, that's why when people are like, oh, like, the hobby's so expensive. Like, of course, yes. Like, this is a hobby where there's obviously money involved. That's why there's so many people in it. But, like, you're happy that you want a Chris Boswell oh. base card for oh, a And you got I, it first, you literally shipped to you for less than 50 cents. I, like, I will say my favorite stupid. part about this whole thing is, bro, give me a $25, $50 fucking box. And I can be there for hours just digging. Oh, my like, God. That's, well, that's what we did at the card show. We went to the yeah. card show. This kid stopped at every fucking box of a dollar and under cards and went through all of them. I just, and, I, thank God he did. The, no, we I found, found some a, good cards. I found a. Have you guys seen the? It's from 2016 Chrome. The Tatis of him flipping the bat on that the bat flip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that card sells for like just the base Chrome sells for ten dollars. I found a pink in in a box for for twenty five cents. Like in like uh, yeah, and I sold it for like fifteen bucks. Like it. That's where like there's like so many like cool different like avenues. Like I literally bought cards for like 25 cents and I bought cards and when I was in Chicago for the national, I bought it. I bought a trout extractor for over, I think it was like 1825. So like I've literally bought from both sides, like, and that's probably still, but I bought from like, I feel like both sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like I bought for, for a card over a thousand dollars and I bought a card for like, for 25 cents. Like there's, and that's, which is crazy. And that's the coolest part about the hobby though, that there is so many different ways to be able, like, if you don't have, if you don't have a ton of like money to be able to like spend extra on car, like you can go, if you have car shows near you, you can go and you can then, if you don't, can't sell as well on Twitter, go to eBay and you can make a 25 cent card into a $15 card on eBay, take 50 cents 50 cents for shipping, 50 cents for the fee or whatever. And you have $10 profit and you, you continuously do that. There's, there's easy ways to be able to build up your hobby budget. Yeah. Next card show we go to give the guy a hundred dollar bill, just take the entire 25 cent box and <laughs> yeah. we go home and just break it. Yeah. No, seriously. I, I like, yeah, that's, cool. I, I've, I've wanted to like it's go sick. Idea. I'm, I'm going to a card show this weekend. I'm going to try to see if there's like dollar boxes that somebody will give to me just in bulk because I'm like, I, I learned from somebody told me he's like, you have to do be like, Hey, like, I know like you don't want to go home with these cards and you brought them here. Let me, let me take them off your hands and, and I'll take them all in one swoop and we can work out a great deal. And it's worked for him. So. Huh? Yeah. That's, that's a win-win. A, that's a that's fucking awesome. great idea. Yeah. yeah because Tell us about your card quick that you got from the show. The that was a great deal, I think. The Chase Claypool. Uh well it's half off. Huh? Yeah, well, and that was like the show price. I got here. Let me let me grab it. Is it I don't know the exact card, but yeah, it was a Chase. We're Pittsburgh fans through and through. Mm -hmm. So he got a Chase Claypool rookie auto that day, and I was like, bro. Oh shit! You can't see it with oh. your stupid ass background. Hey, it's not on. stupid. It's a great background, but <laughs> in this context, yeah, stupid like, ass. Oh, yeah, well, I just got a bunch of shoes in the back, but this is what I got. Yeah, That's... and it's graded. So, That's... what'd you pay yeah, for? Just, uh, I paid fifty, 50 bucks. bucks. Fifty bucks, and uh, 
Yeah, we went we went up to to whatever table we were in Rosemont. It was a, yeah, card show. In Rosemont. You said you were yeah. in nationals, the national in Chicago. We were at the same place a couple weekends ago. Just yeah. not okay. <laughs> I, I almost flew, I almost flew out for that. Or I was tempted to fly out for that, but we waited in line for like an hour and a half. Next so. time, there's it was an hour. It was an hour and a half. It was an hour. It, dude, it felt like fucking thirteen weeks. I didn't think it felt like that long. Oh, it was miserable. But, but I guess either way, yeah, I just went up to the table. I was looking in the car, started chopping up with the guy. We just started talking about, you know, mm-hmm. I think just stuff in general. And then he was telling me about what he does, and you were just talking. And I was like, hey, I was like, I like that Chase Claypool with steel train. He goes, well, if you want it, I'll give it to you for 50 bucks. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what's the catch? And he goes, nothing. He's like, I, he's like, I just, I don't like the Steelers. I don't want it. He's he like, said he wanted it to go to a collector. Yeah, and he's like, I'd rather have it go to somebody that's going to appreciate it. I was like, bro, I was like, I don't even want to. I don't. I never plan on selling any of my cards. I don't care if it costs me fucking two pennies, and I can make unless I'm making like a million dollars. But dude, <laughs> I, I just, I never collected cards as a kid, and now recently when I went to Pirate Spring training in 2020 with my girlfriend at the time, my wife now. We we were Congrats walking around the ballpark, sex. and <laughs> I, I, I didn't say I was a dad. <laughs> we just assumed. But, yeah. Also, my mother in law listens to this. Wow, wow, dude. Lo <laughs> siento. Yeah, it's his birthday this weekend. Wow, so just That's fucked up. Sorry, Tammy. I'm sorry you had to hear that. Yeah, our number one fan. But we we were walking around, and there was a table, and this guy basically had. Uh, he had closed his shop and he was just trying to sell off. Like he had a bunch of stuff, and I bought a bunch of pirates cards off him for a dollar. And then he gifted me a signed Austin Meadows and a signed Kevin Newman. And then he like threw me some Tyler Glassman cards and stuff. But I was like, dude, I was like, I was like, this is amazing. I was like, I'd never had owned cards. I was like, now I have like twenty, and I thought it was like the coolest. This kid thing. went fucking like, nuts at the card show. You said, what's the catch? The guy that sold you the Claypool. He said, oh yeah, and by the way, uh, you got to suck my dick in my van after this. And of, of course, Tappy obliged. And done. Yeah, yeah. He said, I was like, yeah, I'll send my buddy Ty. He's two times better. <laughs> no teeth, no teeth whatsoever. Kids that, are pro. Like that, that that is like you just having a conversation. Like that's my biggest thing with on Twitter is like you just have like conversations with people, and that like goes a long ways with me. Is like people that like I'm friends with or I've done a ton of deals with. It's like if I get cards in, like I reach out to them first. I'm like, hey, like I'll post this for thirty dollars. But like, if you want it for twenty right now, like I'll give it to you for twenty dollars. There's like even like sometimes like I'll get a lot in, and I'll literally like sometimes maybe not even like per se like make money on it because like there's a bunch of cards that like I know like some people will want, and like they're already like buying for me in the stack sale like that I've already like that I've already made some money on. So I'm like okay like here like you guys like you guys take these cards like and basically like at my cost like and like I'm cool with that because it's like they're going to get cards that they enjoy. And like, I don't always like, I, everybody loves to profit. Like, who are we kidding? Like right. everybody loves, <laughs> we're capitalists. Money. Yeah. We grew up as capitalists. Yeah. Everybody likes to make money, but then at sometimes it's just like, you know, like I got these car- cool cards in other people want cool cards. So, you know what, let's make a deal. And as long as like, I'm not losing my ass on cards, then it's really, it's not See, a big deal. I think I'm going to yeah. do that. I have like just a variety of different Joe Adele rookie cards. And I know it's mm-hmm. kind of like a nice card to have right now, but I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this Joe Adele guy. I'm like, just I'm gonna put a lot out. Ty, that's All what I, 
So yeah, I've, that's what you did, I've only right? made one sale, I guess, because I'm like Alex. Uh, Alex and I are the same in the sense that you're both. We ugly. collect cards, and and then whatever Michael doesn't want, I just take. And I just give to him. Like yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I, obviously, yeah, like you said, I you, you like making money, but yeah. I don't give a shit because I know how it feels to be in the other set of shoes, where I'm looking for a specific Brian Hayes card that Joe Schmo might not give a shit about. Right. Yeah. But he's trying to make money on it. So yeah. I had four Joe Adele cards, Joe, uh, obviously rookie cards. And uh, do you know Drew cards mm-hmm. on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I sent him the four Joe Adele cards for like 15 bucks. And just because I wanted him to have them, like that was my first ever sale. I didn't, I mean, I made like 10 bucks, but what is $10 in 2021? Right. Yeah, no, exactly. It, so, it, and, and I just it, got two more and I sent it to him and said, Hey man, I just got these. If you want them, like I'll literally just send them to you. No. And that's the big thing. And it's like, especially when you're like a new account is like, if you can like, if you're like, I if you're not losing a ton of money, and like somebody wants to make a deal or something like you start like making, like offering great deals because then it's like what goes around comes around and then you get more and more cards and it's like, okay, like I really want to maybe start to make money. I really want to like get by lots and be able to like sell to a bunch of people. Like that's where I started. It was like, that was my biggest thing actually like to answer, to go back to answer that question. Like I would give like, I would like, it was, I don't know, like Luis Robert, like rookie cards, they were selling for like 15, $20 at the time. I sold like three or four of them because I ripped them out of packs. And that, that was already lost. That was already lost. Like, because I ripped the packs and didn't get anything good. Got those. And so seven or eight bucks and those are still people buying for me a year later like that that those are just easy things to do that i think that people in, like in the hobby get really lost on. yeah how do you ship these cards that you only sell for a couple bucks because like i mean as far as shipping goes it's not fucking cheap so like for me is like i everything like in my sales that people buy over twenty dollars everything ships for free then so like it makes it worthwhile for them to buy I don't know twenty one dollar cards for me five four dollar cards, so then and then it, it's worthwhile for me to send it out. Sometimes I'll send out like five or six dollar cards. So I I have an account with stamps.com, mm. so I can do bubble mailer with no tracking because with the printer that I use I hate having to do like I hate having to like put stamps on I hate having to put the envelope in. So I never send anything PWE just just for that fact is like. I charge like $2 for bubble mailer, no tracking. And so it's like, it's more, and I just like more safety for the card too. Yes. Like PWE work, like mm-hmm. envelopes work, but just for like me, I just like the fact that like I can send them in a bubble mailer, no tracking and nobody gets charged. It. One person got charged extra one time, but it was, it's whatever. So how- just to be clear, the PWE's package with envelope. Yes. Yes. And then package with bubble envelope. Yeah, so bubble mailer. So I saw that all the time, and I was like, "What? I'm pretty good at acronyms and figuring them out." But I was like, "What the heck does that mean?" PWE is paper white envelope, and then BMWT is bubble mailer with tracking. Cool. I see. It's all starting to come full circle. Well, I told you thirty minutes. We're we're at fifty one. So, and I can go until (laughs) short time. Yeah, see, that's that's my problem. I, I could too. I could I could go on for hours and hours. So, hey, real quick, what do you think about your Mariners this year? How are we looking? 
I mean, we're looking better. We still, they still need to add another bat or two. I don't want to get two because their run differential was really bad, but also there was like four Not or worse five. worse than the Pirates. <laughs> Come on, bro. There was four or five games where the Astros put up like, I don't know, like 18 runs on the Mariners, so that had a lot to do with the run differential. But they're but, also the – they were the leading differential in the league, so take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, no, I, I think I think the Mariners will definitely compete. I, I, I think – Kelnick has Kelnick showed signs in September. I think I think he'll have a bounce back year. I mean, I think with signing Robbie Ray, uh, with signing Robbie Ray was huge. And if they can get Story or Bryant, they're definitely going to be in the playoff hunt for sure. The old Chicago kid, Chris Bryant. I I, I I want Story though. I I really I I I think I think you look at what Arenado did outside of. He did great this year. Yeah, and the- fuck him in the Cardinals. He ruined the <laughs> NL Central Pirates. Come on. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, th- I think Story would be – whoever gets Story, I think, is re- and Story's not going to cost as much as Seager did. And that that hurts. Collecting Seager and him going to the Rangers, that hurts so much. That that, that really hurts now that the Mariners have to face him 20, t- 20 times a year. But, uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think Seattle baseball is – finally going to be fun again and the Seahawks, the Seahawks, uh, Seahawks suck now. So we, uh, and we have no basketball, so we def- definitely, definitely need the Mariners to be good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Saving grace is the Mariners. Shout out okay. King Felix. Dude's sick. I, I was, was going to say, I just think of Ichiro and King Felix. Yep. Very true. I do have to ask you guys, are you guys hockey fans? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, them more than me, but yes. Penguins. I, I, so I went to my first cracking game a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I've never really yeah. I've never really been into hockey. Man, that was electric in oh, yeah. person. The best way to describe an in-person hockey game, electric. Yeah. yeah. This shit's wild. It, like I want to like I want to like follow the sport so much more now because of going to it. Like it it, it was awesome. Well, so and uh, inaug- inaugural Kraken cards have got to hold some value, right? I, I I I would think so. I haven't bought I haven't bought into any yet. That's my biggest thing is I only do baseball because I only understand. I, yeah. That's a big. That's you don't big do thing. what you don't know. Exactly, and I think that's a huge thing. Is there's so many people that try to like do things that they don't understand, and, and that's then, why it starts with education. Yes, exactly. No, exactly. Yes, talking to people, just listening to as many like podcasts, listening just reading things on Twitter of what, when people are talking about how they value things, it, it like, there's so much that you can soak up out there that can help yourself. Uh, so, I mean, and people say social media could be the devil. It could be great. It's like, it's all up to you. So it's oh. like, yeah, I followed you on Twitter. I followed card purchaser. I follow all these different hobby accounts Yeah, because I want to fucking get educated. I want to know about it. I want to get yeah. in the loop. Like that's oh, that, for sure. That's how you start and, and the nicest thing on Twitter is there is a you don't have to block anybody because people get all upset when you block them. There's a mute button if you don't want to see anybody, and you just go you you create you create what your timeline is is. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, I'm just gonna show everything you've said tonight uh, to your potential employers for yeah, you, social media you gigs. Put this on your yeah. Resume. Just put this. Well, maybe maybe chop it up a bit. You don't want well. That's why all I just held back. I swear. <laughs> But yeah, just send it in with your resume because I've, I think I've learned more about social media than fucking cards tonight, which is fantastic. It's See, 
And that's a problem, Ty, because what he's been saying is what you can freaking use for every day. I know, life. I Not know. Not only the hobby. I was thinking you give good, you soon, get good. Yeah. You be nice, you receive I, nice. I look yeah, nice. No, for real. I hope I hope I can come on with you guys again, or if you guys just want to, I don't like maybe us forge a Zoom once a week or something. I'd be down for that too. Like, I'd be yes. so down for that. Yes. I, I I'm a big I love making friends. I do. I'm a very social person. I love, welcome welcome to my life. <laughs> I, I love making friends. I love talking sports. So yeah, like this has been this has been awesome. And I know we're like uh, at an hour. We're supposed to be at thirty minutes, but uh, <laughs> it always you know happens that way. Yeah, yeah. And and then if you guys ever come out to Seattle, you guys have a place to stay. So I think I'll be there. I think it's October. I have a wedding in Seattle. I'll be there. Sleepy when? in Seattle. Your, your wedding's in Seattle? Not my wedding. Um, I will be attending a wedding that I believe is October of this coming year um, oh, in Seattle. Usually. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, First time. Uh, I heard it rains there. It, it, okay. Yeah, it rains. But, hey, when it doesn't. When it doesn't rain, it's 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 gorgeous. But yes, yes, no, yes. Washington's definitely on my list of places to fucking go. Me too. There's so much stuff I want to do. Other. Whale watching. Just just don't go to the Space Needle. Do not go to the Space yeah, Needle. Seemed, I, I would never. never. I'm scared I of it. I'm terrified of heights. So that's no. It's just. I, I, I don't need I've to never been. I, that's the funny. I've never been in the Space Needle, and I don't think I'll ever go in the Space it's, Needle. Just it's like, I just like, want to. I just want to walk down Broadway. You ever Is go up in the Arch in St. Louis? Don't. Those are all in comparisons to. Have you ever stood on the glass wall in the fucking no. Janet, John Hancock? No, because no. I'm not crazy. I have. <laughs> You're a psycho, Ty. <laughs> Why would you do that? I like heights. I don't know. Not for me. That's just me. But yeah, dude, if you're ever out in Chicago, I know you said you come out to some of the car shows out here. Fucking let us know. I'm sure we'll be in touch very soon. I'm going to just fucking. Yeah, because the card shows in Chicago aren't in Chicago. They're actually where in Rosemont, Ty and Tapia are at. Yeah, that's what made me laugh. Like it's like in, but it's not really like in Chicago. Like they, it, that's like funny. Like when it's like, it's like you're like it's like barely Chicago. It's like, technically Chicago zip code. Yeah, I mean Chicago it? land area is pretty large. Yeah, but it's but not like, that large. It's not Chicago, and <laughs> that, also the bars why. in Rosemont are fucking trashy. Yeah. <laughs> that's why when people like ask where i'm from i'm like seattle but like i'm really like i'm 30 minutes like 20 to 30 minutes outside of seattle but well um, we did the same thing well i know i did i went to school in iowa and you know you meet new people and it's like oh where are you from i'm from chicago but we're an hour northwest of chicago yeah our, our yeah. hometown is yeah because then you have to avoid the whole like where, where where's that town at like where's it at yeah, exactly? exactly like no, nobody cares like about bothell like washington like it's a small it's like it's, <laughs> it's like bothell washington no i'm from i'm from seattle yeah right but then you meet someone who's like oh shit i'm from seattle where are you from <laughs> and then you drop that and it's like you're not from seattle bro <laughs> yeah well it's funny when, when two people say that right they're like you're not from chicago you're not from chicago either yeah we both lied <laughs> We're all just a bunch of fucking liars. Well, anyways, thanks for coming on, dude. This has been fucking awesome. Like I said, I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Uh, plug your social media again, though, for anyone listening and you're looking for cards. Fucking hit all up. right. My twit, my Twitter is Logan's League, and then my Instagram is not as good as my Twitter. I only have like 200 followers on my Instagram, but it's uh, at Logan's League as well. Instagram is tougher because you can't have those conversations. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It is. It is 100%. Also, I've been sitting here trying to figure out why you look familiar to me. 
Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. How I, how I much do you that. get that? I I've gotten that a couple times, but not just because you know, like baseball, like there's not as many people, like for whatever reason, not as many people that like baseball. So like, or which is ridiculous to me. It's the best yeah, sport. Yeah, exactly. Somebody tweeted at me that it was boring and slow today, and I was like, I'm. You they know, probably you're, love <laughs> golf. You're boring and slow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but yeah i've got chris bryant a couple times yeah i was like he's i've where have i seen him before i've seen what, this a guy video I, or something? I don't know yeah he plays third for the giants evidently <laughs> <laughs> all right cool dude well we appreciate it and uh thanks again and we'll talk to you soon man of course sounds good all right i'll talk to you guys later see ya for sure bro see ya Thank you again to Logan, Logan's League, Logan Sabatini, Sabatini, eh, uh, for coming on the podcast, talking some cards with us. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here with uh, some Steelers talk. What will we be? Yins Daily and all without the Steelers involved. So here we are. I mean, do we even have to? Like, I don't, I don't really feel like talking about it. Just kind of like my feelings. You know, we just bottle those up and then drink booze about it. Well, that's what I'm trying to do with this game this fucking past week, dude. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I didn't even get mad. I was just like, like, come on. I was like, I I was mad at the Lions game. I was not mad at this game. Yeah, I agree. I was pissed at the Lions game. This game, I had no emotion. I I was just like, why why should I care what it looks like? This is the game that we the least amount. Everybody else looks like they don't care. Why would I care? It was the first time in two years that I watched a game at Alex's and I left early. I left That's halfway true. through That's the fourth. Facts. I was like, wow. I'm fucking out of here. I missed the last I started decorating. I started putting on my Chris's decorations before the game ended. <laughs> well, Ty was there. All right, Ty, you got to go. And put up <laughs> yeah. Go, Ty, you got to get out of here, bud. <laughs> and when he says putting up decorations, he means he was just putting the fucking stockings over his cock and yeah. putting, <laughs> putting on everyone's shoulder that was there. So, ah, Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy Chrysler. But, uh, yeah, 41 to 10, dude. I mean, a goddamn shit show. I feel like every time the Steelers play the Bengals, they make Joe Mixon look like a fucking top three running back in the league. And don't get me wrong. I think he's a great all-around running back. But he is not a top five running back in the NFL. That's a fact. And he ran for like a 1,000 yards. And he always does when he plays the Steelers. He, I feel like he always has big games. He's Joe Mixon is sick. When I think of Joe Mixon, I think of sticking up for Le'Veon Bell because Le'Veon Bell or Joe Mixon said things a few years ago where he like wanted to be Le'Veon Bell or he was copying the sleeves that Le'Veon had on. And Le'Veon was talking that shit. And obviously so were we because Le'Veon was no issue hot as shit at the time. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, probably would have uh, been neutral or supported fucking Joe Mixon. Dude's a dog. Whether yeah. he's playing the Steelers, the Vikings, the fuck, whomever. Dude's sick. He's been yeah. in the league a Receiving, while. Receiving, rushing. Yeah, I, that whole fucking team, bro. I have him on my fantasy team, and he's he's done me very right. Him, Jamar, pause. Him, Jamar Chase, and Joe Burrow are a nice trio. And then you got CJ Uzma, the tight end. They're, they're a pretty solid squad. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's why I can't get boy. mad. So I can't get mad at the loss because we lost to a good team. Which is I the agree. first time in years that you would say that about the Bengals, and, which is hilarious. And, 
and people will say but it's real yeah yeah some people will say no they're not that great like it's no they're they're good and they should be good because they've had it's like the browns they've had time to figure it out get these picks in they're better than the browns brad yeah oh agreed fuck the browns yeah the browns are ass trash shout out i mean i love lamar jackson too but the Bengals are the best team in the division I'd agree with that. I'll tell you what, the Steelers certainly are. I certainly aren't. Fucking. They why? didn't score a touchdown until the fourth quarter. Yeah, and that was a garbage touchdown. Yep. Why does Basura. the defense love to let running backs, or I'm sorry, quarterbacks, run for so many yards and so many touchdowns against them? Have they never heard of a QB spy? Well, and it'd be different if they played the Chargers or. Um, who's an NFC team with a, you know, it'd be different if it was a team that they didn't consistently see twice. Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. And now I'm talking about the Bengals and the Ravens. Right, right. It's yeah, and it's different. Baker could Baker's not a mobile quarterback, but he's more mobile than Ben and he, more mobile than Mason, like which is like a tortoise. Um, however, yeah, you need to if Devin Bush is not being productive, which the slander on Devin Bush is disgusting. Yes, yeah. there are plays where he fucked up, but the slander on him is disgusting. Yeah. Put Devin Bush QB spy the entire fucking time. Yeah. If he's not doing anything, covering anybody, tackling anybody, just fucking put him on the quarterback then. And and, and I saw like Arthur Rose did a thing where it's like he like pointed out, he's like, it's not just Devin, but it just Thank looks you. like it's Devin because that's like you're seeing it when Devin's at that point. Like it's there's things leading up to it and also things after it, but Devin is being used as a scapegoat right now. And I go, you know what? Someone's Fucking respect. Be scapegoat. Uh, yeah, and I was like, let's pick on the guy that's coming back from an ACL injury. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I was like, I've never played in the NFL. I've never fucking played linebacker. I don't know the scheme. I've never played for the Steelers. Somebody who has has been there while and is still there is telling us. I was like, I respect what he has to say. I think we all need to take a step back. True. I was eight years old. First year playing football, yellow jerseys for the Crystal Lake Raiders. Our team name was the Steelers. I played outside linebacker. <laughs> Ipso facto, big Devin Bush guy. <laughs> Huge Devin Bush guy. Big Bush guy. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing, dude. He's coming off an ACL surgery. Like, he, he hasn't looked great, like, obviously, but he also who, is coming off an ACL surgery. Who on the Steelers' defense has looked great other than Cam Hayward and TJ Watt? Uh, Joe Hayden did until he was out. Has he looked great? Like, yeah, would you give him a nine I can't and a half remember, BGS grade? I can't remember the last time I saw Joe Hayden play. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, and man. I mean. Right. And, and look, and it's and it's one of those things that sucks that we've had injuries, right? We lose a little, little you know, Joe Hayden's out. Fucking Fitzpatrick goes out. Uh, Trey, Trey Edmonds or, yeah, Edmonds is literally a walking cone. Since we drafted him. Yeah, from day one. Like, we've had guys that have been stepping up, but, like, you Devin know what? Is twenty three years old. <laughs> well, it does make you think. Like, why did, why did we let go of guys like Mike Hilton, Steve Nelson, and not pay them what they're worth? When clearly we are missing. The, the, I feel like a lot of parts we could expose our parts that they were helping us in. One hundred percent, and that may be a business transaction that I'll never understand, but secondary is weak. Yeah. Not great. And, and it's no offense to, like, you know, to Peter Island and Trey Norwood and all those guys. Like, 
not bad football players, but like they might be a little premature in all this. Same. Um, I just hate Steeler fans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh fans in general are the fucking worst. One week, Minka's the fucking goat. The next, we shouldn't have fucking traded for him. Yeah, like, and then the Ben slander always. It's well, Ben always. doesn't have it. I'm like, yeah, because Ben was really the entire the entire problem here. It's well, that's the thing. This is the reason that Twitter does suck. Is you and I and Ty can voice our opinions, whether it's dog shit or not. And I'll like, tell you what, most of my opinions, dog shit. Most of everyone's opinions, dog shit. And that's the, that's the reality of it. Well, if we're looking at opinions of somebody that, yeah, Steelers fan, like, again, I say all the time, I try to be real. It's like, yeah, I'm a Steelers fan, but they're they're not good. And it's not one person to fucking blame. Right. And if you do think it's one person, then you are a huge Steelers fan. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's tough because, like... It's a fucking game. It's a business. Yeah, These and we haven't... Are- we haven't seen a full like a full healthy team out. I feel like this year, like we have Anthony we, Anthony Miller caught a ball last week. He he should never. No, have he even, caught a, the fucking yeah, a yeah, great yeah. ball. Yeah, right. he made a ball. But like great in boy. reality, while it's nice to have him right now, he should never have even been on the team. Like a healthy squad, he never makes the fucking. Andy Dalton shouldn't be playing. Why is Devonte Freeman the starting running back for the fucking Ravens? Like Latavius Mur- Like that's why I hate the injury thing. It's wild. Everyone's got injuries, but you succeed by making strategic moves and having cap room mm-hmm. and having good depth and drafting well. It's just then the Steelers have done all of that. I think it's just the way the turns have tabled. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it has. Sucks. Yeah, it does suck because it hasn't looked good past couple weeks. Uh, Deontay though, sick dude's bar. Is the only receiver to have over a hundred receptions in one drop in the NFL this wow. year, and his one drop came last year or last week. Yeah, on a tough. Yeah, yeah. I it's like one that. of those those uh, ball hit up the middle, shortstop goes to make a play, a little out of the reach, but his glove hit it, so we're gonna give him an error. Yeah. Is Watt on the COVID list? Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. TJ's been added to the COVID list. Yeah, like a couple Monday. days ago. Like right after the game? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So yeah. who on the opposing team had it and gave it to him? Because they should be on the COVID list too. Dude, I've seen so many COVID list players. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because we're still crazy. in the pandemic, bro. Like, it's crazy. I feel like, like they didn't have that last... many last year, though. Well, well I guess there's no fans and shit. There was... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it works. <laughs> Social distancing. It works. <laughs> it's not hilarious. Uh, sloppy play though, dude. It doesn't get easier. We have the Ravens this week. Like fuck. See, but we've also said that at the beginning of the year and throughout the year, they've had they had they were ranked to have the toughest schedule of this of the year. Yeah. It's yeah. Here we are, more than halfway through the year. It's not easy. No. Yo, also, what do you guys think about Chase Claypool's comments about practice? Well, I was just gonna say how he had a what I thought was a good game by Claypool. He had three for 82. He came down with the jump balls, which a lot of people have fucking scolded him for not doing. A lot of people say he's, he's six, four, but he plays like he's fucking five, eight. It's like, yeah, I mean, I've seen it, but 
How, I mean, just like we said with Logan, how are you going to give off all this negative shit and expect good shit to happen? Like, yeah, well, I don't care what you said about practice, tweet. but it's like, listen, I don't care how great of a catch you make. If you're down 30 fucking points, you don't get to talk shit. You lost and your right to talking shit. I don't care how sick well of a fucking that. play you made. He did have a big catch while they were getting crushed, and he didn't go nuts. He just stood I up. I thought he did, though. I saw a lot of people were like saying he was fucking going nuts on one catch, and it's like you're down 30. I, I don't remember him going nuts. I just remember, I don't remember him going nuts. I, I, I remember most of the fourth, like, so I don't know for sure. I, I think he might have just done the, like, Oh. Yeah, I mean, he was hyped. Yeah, he just beat dude that was probably talking shit to him at the line, and he just yeah. made a play. Like, yeah, yeah, that's different. But he didn't yeah. go nuts. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't. I can't recall seeing him do anything. See, that I was like, wow. I was gonna say too. I forgot to say about the Devin Bush thing. A lot. I kept seeing it going around about uh, the controller dying on Devin Bush. Right, it was a field goal attempt, and he was yeah, the middleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stand. He stood in place the entire time, and everyone's like, "Oh, fuck that! His effort this." It's his assignment, bro. He was probably assigned to watch a certain player if they were to move to stop the fake. There was three other people in that defense that didn't fucking move either. Yeah. So eat shit. So eat yeah. shit. Absolutely. Yes, I'm a diehard Steelers fan, but be real. <laughs> Just be real, man. Be all you could be. Yeah, it, was nice nice. See, it was nice to see uh, McFarland get a few carries. It was sweet to see him return the ball, too. I, I mean, I hate to say this, Tappy, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing McFarland back there again. Oh, I wouldn't either. I kind of liked it. Switch it up. Switch it up. You switch it. You switch it. Yeah, you know, then I put all my money on McFarland to run one back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice switch up from uh, putting it all on Ray Ray. Well, you see Ray Ray's running scout team as Lamar Jackson all week. Oh, nice. Smart. Smart. Yeah, well, if we can't stop, if we couldn't stop Justin Herbert from running for 100 yards, I'm a little worried about. I'm Lamar. So that's a thing. They I'm not plan to it's, stop. It's not Lamar. the same like game. And plan. that's why Latavius Murray is going to run for 85 <laughs> in the touchdown. <laughs> no, I mean, you're laughing. It's not funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we didn't no, plan kind of to funny. stop Justin Herbert. So that's why Eckler had fucking four touchdowns. Well, that's my problem, though. I mean, at, so, at what point in the game do you change your game plan then? At halftime well, when you're well, down 40 nothing. Well, they did, right? They, they moved Cam Hayward to, to nose. I mean, Which, it didn't help. You need well, well I think that was like way later in the game, but. Uh, yeah. All I'm saying, a little worried. Anyways. Also, Aditi, whatever her name is. She sucks. She sucks. Um, yeah. So, if that was it for the Steelers, the Pirates resigned Yoshi Sitsugo, which is great. One year deal, baby. Traded Stallings, right? Or, traded Stallings yeah. and they got back from what I've heard some maybe some decent I mean Stallings yeah you trade him at his peak yeah he didn't that's, allow a pass ball but I mean he's I mean that's what the Pirates were playing to do all along yeah right. I mean, you, you draft Henry that's you figure in the next two three years he's probably gonna be up right like he's they drafted him this year he's their number one prospect he's the number fucking number one your number two catcher prospect in the MLB. He's the 22nd ranked prospect in the MLB. So, yeah. Dude's you first baseball card was just printed. Yeah. It's insane. Wild shit. Baseball? And if anything, if history repeats itself, yeah, he will definitely be uh, probably an Oakland A 
by 2023 starting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Um, there's a lockout, by the way. How about that? Last one happened when uh, you and I stepped foot on this earth. Which is, which is so crazy because I've only really ever, I've really only heard it through people, and I haven't really seen much about it. Where I feel like right. I don't. Yeah. And I've, I've, seen, seen, like, I've seen so much. I mean, I've looked for it. I've done a lot well, of that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, naturally, it has not, like, come into my realm. Oh, it has for me. Because, I mean, oh, but you looked my it up. That's not natural. You looked it up. You seeked it out. Well, I looked it up once I got a notification. That's what I'm saying. I haven't even got a notification. I'll send you one. <laughs> it's because you have your notice off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I saw it on my phone. Pirates off-season notifications off. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, all Pittsburgh sports notifications off. Yeah, except not for hats. All right, boys. Episode two hundred two. Nice hat and shirt, dude. You got that in, at PNC. I got both of these while we were in Pittsburgh. Sick, yeah, sick, sick, sick. Episode two hundred two. Yinsertainment.com. The links to the social media and the 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 podcast are there at Yins Daily on all social. They added Jose Quintana and signed Ben Gamble to one one year deal as well. World Series champs. Big game, Ben.